Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil. And welcome to the top 10 of anything podcast. Let's start the countdown. 10. The cover song, sometimes used to raise money for charity, sometimes just for fun, sometimes it's an attempt to better the original. All in all, the cover song can be hit or miss. Here's our true original, Neil, with 10 cover song facts. Why, thank you very much, Pab. So what I thought I would do in this episode is find out what was the top 10 most covered songs. So here we go. At number 10, And I Love Her by the Beatles. At number nine, Hallelujah, originally by Leonard Cohen. At number eight, Ain't No Sunshine, Bill Withers. At number seven, Bridge Over Troubled Water, Simon and Garfunkel. At number six, My Way, Frank Sinatra. At number five, Eleanor Rigby, The Beatles. (laughs) Number four, Billie Jean, Michael Jackson. Number three, Love Me Tender, Elvis Presley. (laughs) Number two, I Can't Get No Satisfaction, The Rolling Stones. And can anybody tell me what the number one most covered song is? Let's play a little game with Happy you Birthday. No. Ooh. I did mention it on a previous podcast. Did you? Mm. I feel like it's one that everybody should know. And I, I'm, yeah, I'm, you I'm, should. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yesterday, The Beatles. Oh. oh. I was going to say The Beatles. <laughs> Yeah, well, but I didn't know which song. <laughs> but it's amazing go. how many Beatles songs are actually in there. There were three, but uh, you know, it took me up to like number five in your list to realize because I was thinking, Bridge Over Trouble Water isn't a cover song, surely? But it's yeah. you were talking about people that's that covered the original, yeah. those songs, right? Okay. Yeah, 
the most anyway, covered songs. Anyway, welcome everybody to episode 69. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't think of anyone better to join us. <laughs> <laughs> the Nancy. Hello, Nancy. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. Uh, now, you're the one we've got to blame for how hard this one is going to be because it's top 10 cover songs and this was your idea, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, it was. Why? Why did you do this to us? Because um, I like to be challenging. <laughs> Because I, I mean, even myself, like, there's a ton of cover songs, there's a ton of really good ones, and there's a ton of really bad ones. And so it's, I am, I'm, I've gotten pretty particular with them. So um, if it makes you feel any better, I challenged myself because I got, I got a list that's so long and I only had to pick 10 and I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out for what two months <laughs> yeah. yeah it's been it's been great and the, the thing i didn't realize is i i'll tell you this is how i normally do my top tens is i will go off the top of my head list what i can and then i will always go to google mm-hmm. and put in that particular subject because i know there'll be a couple going oh, i forgot about that one i forgot about that one mm. i was right. amazed with the amount of songs that i didn't realize were actually cover versions you know songs that yes. people had made famous so i thought yes. that was their song mm. and then yeah. oh my god you were like like uh you know, certain beatles songs that they mm-hmm. covered that i thought i thought that mm-hmm. was a beatles song mm. i thought lennon right. and McCartney wrote that so that was something that really right. was an eye-opener right yeah, was yeah it, so, 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 obviously nancy you said you had trouble neil did you have trouble well when you when you first gave me the topic i thought oh is that going to be easy, hard? I'm not sure. <laughs> I really, I was a bit sort of perplexed by it. And then when the more I looked, the same as you guys, you realise how many songs, great songs are cover versions. Mm. And that's right. the problem, isn't it? You and it's the fact on. that the ones that I, that the, the songs, that, the ones that I really liked were ones that, I, that they made them their own. Mm. If you know what I mean. And, and then you think that's their song. And yeah, then, that's right. You know, I've got a yeah. couple of those. I've got a couple of those in my top ten that I thought. Yeah, yeah I've definitely got some. Yeah, and, and and even down to like maybe it was um, a song by uh, Nat King Cole and covered by Green Day, and Green Day made it to be like their sound. So yeah. it's like you wouldn't even think twice that it was a Nat. Whole song, you know. That's right. I think that's the mark of a good cover song is Mm. when they they don't do it exactly the same as the original. They've changed it. They've, like you say, made it their own. Um, There was one that was in my top ten for a a long, long time. I'm gonna keep quiet in case it's in your top ten. But originally, I thought it's it's an '80s classic, and I thought, well, that's their song. And it was only a few years ago that I realised actually, no, it wasn't. It was a song from the '60s, but their song is the definitive mm. version of it. You know, right? Um, right. Well, let's let's jump into it because I'm fascinated to see what you guys have got in your top ten here. So, Nancy, give us your number ten t- uh, cover song, please. Um, my number ten is a song called uh, "How Soon Is Now." Covered by uh, originally by the Smiths and covered by a band called Love Spit Love, which is a, not a, a a side project, but kind of like an in between project of the lead singer of the Psychedelic Furs. Okay. So, 
And I just learned that, to be honest, because like I've heard this song so much, so much, so much, and I never put two and two together that it was the same voice. Mm. So, but um, he did a, they did a really good job at the musical aspect of it. And while it still was kind of like Morrissey-esque, it was yet still his own. Yeah. You know, and it was, um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen uh, The Craft, but it was on The Craft soundtrack too. Right. Right. Was that the film with um, Neve Campbell? Uh, that was it. Yes, I believe she was in it, and it was about the group of witches. That's right. They were like all in high school. Long time, yeah, long yeah. time since yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was ninety-six. Gonna, I was going to try and play that one, but I can't find it anywhere. So, uh, so there you go. But then, it's, uh, so I won't bother. Psychedelic first. Didn't they do Pretty in Pink? Were they the one band that mm-hmm. did Pretty in Pink? That, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that was their only hit over here, really. In was our, it? In, over um, in the UK. In the UK, I mean. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty I sure think because they're from New York. Yeah, I think it pretty much was on the back of the movie, and that was it, wasn't it? I, th- oh, I right. can't recall. Over here. Right. Okay. Um, okay, then. Go on, then, Neil. You're number 10. So I've got a Beatles song at number 10, and it's Twist and Shout. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I put this in there because I was always a, a lover of it. I love the video when John Lennon tells them to shake their jewellery up in the um, in the higher seats, that you know, the further up seats. Um, but it was a song from my youth. In my youth, I was, um, you know, it was played a lot where, where I grew up, where I lived. And it took me a while to realise that it wasn't the Beatles that sang it, as in from hearing it from a young age. But I love their version of it. It's a real... So who who did the original version? I haven't written that down. Oh, Neil! Did you? That is that is. I I should have written them all down, shouldn't I? I mean, to be fair, yeah, you should have done. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think about that actually. But I mean, that was one of the ones that I was talking about in regards to. I didn't think anybody, but then again, in the sixties and that, everybody covered everybody mm. else's songs, didn't they? It was sort of very universal, wasn't it? Elvis did well. I mean, obviously, Elvis did nothing but other people's songs, but it always seemed to be a thing that that mm. Sinatra, Tom Jones, the singers would just grab any song and would just just sing them, and it'd be on mm. the albums and whatnot. So the, the Beatles were just as bad. Yeah, well, I'm saying it's not yeah. bad either, is it? Is it just gave them more um, material to? But when you life. see, I mean, it's still something, I mean, not so much that they release the songs now of cover versions, but when you see a lot of these big bands live, they do quite often chuck in another person's song and mm. do a cover mm-hmm. of it. They really do now. Yeah. It's quite often on the encore or something. They do something completely out of the blue of these big bands, which I think is great. It makes sense, doesn't it? Mm. It makes sense. Um, okay. So my number 10 is uh, a Bob Dylan song. And it's Make You Feel My Love by Adele. Now, this Adele? one... Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Adele, yeah. Um, this, <laughs> this one, very closely, there was this one and another one that, that were changing. Uh, and I sometimes part of me thinks that I should have put the other one in. What was it called again? Sorry, Pam? Make You Feel My Love. Okay. Make You Feel My Love. Um, it's a very slow song. Mm. Very beautiful. And... There's there's two videos that I've watched on YouTube. Now I don't know if anybody any of you guys have seen the videos of Adele 
Um, at, in Vegas. Have you seen her doing a... I haven't seen any of her Vegas I've seen stuff. clips of it. It looks so phenomenal. The end. Uh, have you seen the end bit, Neil? Now, I'll put no. this on the video playlist because I keep... Basically, I, I don't know what song it is she's singing, but she's singing away. And you can see that she gets herself in a position, but it's the last song of the, the show. All of a sudden, this deluge of like red rose petals fall on her and she disappears. <laughs> She just dis. Now, obviously, there's a oh. hole. There's a hole in the floor, obviously. Mm. But I was trying. I was having an argument with my one of my daughters because she was going, "Well, she just falls through the floor." But when you look at it, I've looked at it so many times, just with how quickly she'd have to fall down through the floor. Surely her hair would like the, the gravity mm. would make her hair, or she would move. And there's no. It's so seamless. And I've watched it like a, a thousand times now, thinking I can't see where she drops and it's just fascinating it's absolutely fascinating um and there was another video where this guy this woman was chasing bob dylan out of a hotel wanting a <laughs> photograph and all of a sudden so she thought I've, I've got to get his i've got to get his um notice so she just starts singing make you feel my love at the top of her voice thinking there's going to be this amazing moment where he rolls down the window and goes, hey, hey, come, come here. Uh. He, he didn't give a shit. No, he just, yeah, they just they drove off and she was just left on the sidewalk just like uh. singing, singing her heart out. Oh, it was so funny. Anyway, um, Nancy, you're number nine, please. Uh, my number nine is I Will Survive by Cake. Ooh, Originally okay. a Gloria Gaynor song mm. from 1978. Wow. And that was on their 1996 Fashion Nugget album. I don't, I want to say that might have been their second album. I'm not really sure. But um, I really love the way they took the music and composed it again to make it like their own like kind of style but yet still hold true to the same like uh, composition in the way the song goes and how right. the, and how it's sung out and played out. Mm. I will play it a little bit in the background. Because it's going to be fascinating, because I'm sure there'll be a lot that you choose, Nancy, that I'll have never heard before. So to hear... Yeah. I'm, I'm a very lazy listener, but I love I Will Survive. <laughs> That's a great song. So to be able to hear it... it is. Yeah, but obviously a different different version as such. Right, right. Sorry, I was oh, just yeah. listening. It's, yeah. It sounds, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like disco. That's for sure. It sounds mm -mm. a little bit more sort of guitar based and mm. stuff. Yeah, uh, Kate is it? Kate wasn't it? Cake. Cake. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen ninety six. Did they make it over here? I mean. I've I've that. never heard of him. I must admit. No, I don't. What? I mean, I, I've heard of cake. I love cake, but just not yeah. that kind of. Cake. Who doesn't like cake? <laughs> no, exactly. But no, I'm not sure. That, uh, I think you know. That's somebody I'm going to have to have a look into. What sort of music would you classify them normally, Nancy? Um, I would put them like in a maybe like a definitely like a alternative category, but maybe okay. like a kind of indie-ish indie type. Okay. Alternative, because like you know, the alternative genre has become this big. Yeah, yeah, so, that's true. You know, it's kind of hard to, but like you would hear it on an alternative radio station. Right. Yeah. 
Right, that's I'm weird. Listen, I, you know, yeah, I've never, never heard of them before. But, that's your uh, homework, Neil. Yeah, there I'm, you go. I'm on it. It's already written down go. on my <laughs> my list. A little, a little delve. Indeed. <laughs> right, go on then, Neil. You're number nine. So this is a, a, a classic um, around the, I think, around the world. It's Tainted Love, Soft Cell. That was the one I was talking about, yeah. about the 80s. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, I, I had to put it in here because it's such... I mean, I have heard the original, and I, I should have written all this down, but... I haven't. So, um, and it's I, the soft sales version and Mark Almond's voice is far superior to the original. Sorry to the original writers if they're listening to this. I apologize, but be grateful because, and this is yeah. probably one of the sounds of the 80s, isn't oh, it? Oh, without it, a doubt. Absolutely. It's like a, a, I mean, uh, a, a club classic, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it still gets a lot of airplay on the radio stations, well, oh, yeah. in this country and probably where you are, Nancy, yeah. as well. It just, yeah, timeless classic, I think. And I didn't realize I thought this was theirs growing up. And it was only yeah. probably a few years ago before the pandemic when I was doing something that I suddenly thought, hello, <laughs> I didn't realize that was exactly. It was only a few yeah. years for me, exactly the yeah. same. When I heard it, I thought, I thought, well, I'll come to one that's like this. I thought it was a song taking the piss out of the soft cell version yeah, yeah. and making mm-hmm. it sound like an old old version yeah. until I realised that that was the actual original version. I thought, no way. So mm. like 40 yeah. years I thought that had been, the, the, that was the version that was real. Yeah. But it is a classic um, one. Um, Mark Almond is such a, like an amazing talent and such a, he's got a voice oh, that yeah. screams yeah. Uh, 80s discotheca, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right, yeah. With yeah, a shadow of a doubt. He's yeah. just got a very distinctive voice as well, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Beautiful mm-hmm. voice, beautiful. It's fantastic. Uh, that's a great one. Yeah, so that was that. That was very close. That isn't in my top ten, but it was very close. That does surprise 10. me, Power. It was in. It was in. But every time I kept looking at new ones, it forced other ones mm. out and forced it down. <laughs> um, right. So my number nine is exactly again one of these things. It's a classic song that everyone. If you say the name of the song, you think of that person. It's "Respect" by Aretha Franklin. Mm. Right, it's the mm-hmm. definitive version. Everybody knows it, but it's no, it's Reading yeah. song, and I didn't realize yeah. that until I was doing yeah. um, research. It was kind of quite nice because, like, all the songs you saw on the list of, uh, I thought, oh, I can put that one in my top ten because mm. I didn't realize that was a cover. I can, now it is. I'm gonna put it. So that's one of the ones. It's one of those so- songs. Um, I just think it's it's a classic song, mm. oh, and the fact is. that it's a cover song. Oh, that's a bit loud. Is it a classic song? But it's a cover song, so it can be in my top ten. I don't know mm. what you guys think of this song. It's just a classic song, isn't it? It is. It is, and and I think it was like just like the the topic of the song was was something big for the time that she put it out, or both of them put it out. To be fair, yeah. you know, so it's a really powerful song, and her voice just. Mm, She's got a voice. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Hasn't, yeah. without a doubt, there wasn't it? Yeah. That's that. Well, they broke yeah. the mold with uh, mm-hmm. Franklin. I think you know. Mm. There's a yeah. lot of people that probably think they sound a lot like them, but but no, she's a no, one of a kind. Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. Um, okay, then I was I was the thought. Well, maybe someone would have a, a respect in their top ten, but it's just me. Okay, uh, Nancy, <laughs> your number eight, please. Okay, my number eight is a song called Rock Me Amadeus that we all know and love from Falco. Yeah. Mm. Covered 
by a band called Frontline Assembly. Oh, I've heard of them. <gasps> oh. <laughs> I don't oh, really know. I, I don't really know okay. their music, Nancy. But yes, I really have heard them. So they are—they're um, a bit industrial. They're a bit electronic. They're a bit like uh, EBM. Um, again, they're kind of—they kind of fall into a couple different categories, if you will. But um, they took this song. And gave it uh, the uh, all the respect of Falco, Falco's version, and put like the industrial spin on it, and uh, uh, more. This one's more dancey, I guess. You could say. <laughs> um, spin on it, and so it's really um, unique to be to a cover. Yeah, and I noticed yeah. on the uh, on the thing it's featuring Jimmy Urine. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but. <laughs> That's what it says. Rock Yama Jet Day yeah. is featuring yeah. Jimmy Urine. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're in. Yeah. I don't know who that guy is, but. No. <laughs> so you said you've Stop heard taking him, the piss. <laughs> uh, come on. So you've yeah. heard, him, heard of him, Neil? I've heard, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't know their music, but yes, I've definitely heard of them in reading different, you know, music publications. Yeah. I've wow. read about, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd I'd love to be able to say yes. I've heard this song and this song. No, I've just heard the name or read the name. I'm sorry. That's fair enough. Oh, they, they didn't bother translating it. Then they just they kept to the. No, uh, and I still don't know what they're saying. So. No. <laughs> That's the joy of I, it. I don't know if I want to find out either. You know, no, especially with someone called Jimmy Urine being involved. I mean, it could be anything, couldn't it? No. <laughs> right. It literally could be anything. It's a classic song, though. Rock Me Amadeus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a great album of Falco's. The whole album yeah. is great. What was the other? Yeah. Yeah. One of the... Genie. Do you remember Genie? No, I can't remember that one. How I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> yeah, come, on. come on. I can't, yeah, come on. Number one, I can't speak German, <laughs> let alone sing German. But yes, the whole album was in German. Who knew oh, right. that that Who would happen? Knew? Oh, well, there you go. Uh, go on then, Neil, you're number eight. You really got me <laughs> by Van Halen. Obviously, the Kinks did it yeah. originally. Van Halen yeah. did their version on the first album, it wasn't it, Nancy? I think. But mm-hmm. yes, it was um, where I first discovered Van Halen and my love for their music, and I just love their take on it. I love Dave Lee Roth's voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, have you ever seen him live, Nancy? No, I haven't. No. I mean, he still no. does a little bit now and then. I don't think they'll right. do it now, will they? With yeah and everything but um i just love this and this was a part of my growing up um soundtrack Mm -hmm. really hasn't david Um, roth um retired now you never know with him he said that about 10 years ago oh did he oh right okay yeah Yeah. i think he still goes out and does stuff like with his own like himself Mm. in a band but I think Sammy Hagar is still fronting Van Halen if they're even doing anything now. That, well, I, I don't think they that, are, that are they? No, I don't think so either, but, no. you know. Um, I don't think they are. But yeah, I saw Dave Lee Roth when he had the um, uh, Skyscraper tour. Do you remember? Uh, mm. Yeah, that's back in the 80s. Came over all of our heads on a surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. Dave, of course, of course he Dave did. Lee Roth. Right. And he had Stevie Vai in the band then. Oh yeah, that was back in those days. So that was a, yeah. a sight to behold to see him play. Yeah, 
But yeah, I, I, it's just a version I've always loved. I mean, I love the original as well. So it's one of those ones where I love both. Uh, yeah, love yeah. both versions. Great nice. Song. Okay. Uh, my number eight is a classic tune. Now, when I was talking earlier on about, um, I can't remember which song where I was saying, oh, uh, Tainted Love, where you, I heard the original and thought mm. it was someone taking the piss and making it sound like that. This was what they did with this song. Now, I can't remember what year it was. But Wonderwall obviously was a massive, massive hit. Oh, yeah. Right. And then I in, the, I think this. it was the late 90s, uh, there was a band called Mike Flowers Pops. That's right. And they did, I don't think it, it reached America, Nancy, but they basically... <laughs> I know, I've never heard of them. <laughs> no, they basically did like an easy listening lounge version of Wonderwall and claimed, and claimed that it was the original that Noel Gallagher had stolen oh. from them um mm-hmm. and it was all done very sort of like croony and but it was also I, very tongue-in-cheek wasn't it the very band tongue in, I mean. yeah the band very but, but it was it was all shot like it was a 60s video mm. but it's it's all like andy williams or perry como should sing it that's the, that's the <laughs> yeah. arrangement yeah. of it and it's, right. it's It wasn't long after that it came out, wasn't it? I it wasn't. It. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like lounge music. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. And that was the way that they did it. And it, it and a lot and some people were actually taken in and thought, oh my God, like Noel Gallagher has stolen this this old sort of sixties um Austin Powers sounding sort of song. But I thought it was, the, the arrangement was fantastic. It, it was a really it is, It's a really nice version. They sped it up a little bit. They, like I say, giving that lounge music kind of feel to it. Didn't it's it just, go to number one as well? I think it did. I yeah. think it number one for like one week, yeah. And that showed you the state of our music scene, Nancy, in the sort of <laughs> mid to late 90s. Oh, but it's, Yeah. And it's got a really good video. It's got a very 60s-ish kind of, like, like Austin Powers. You know, the... <laughs> indents in in austin powers when he was dancing with the band yeah it was exactly yeah. like that so you, mm. on the video playlist you'll be able to see it it's great yeah. but yeah that's uh that's my i'm gonna name. thank you actually pav because i completely forgotten about that song did you oh, that you version go, yeah there you go i'll be whacking did they the did they did they sue the guy for saying that that was his song um no i don't know what i don't know whether noel gallagher sort of thought it was fun or no, I think whatever. he must have because there was no animosity. I no. always remember um, Liam saying something. Was it Liam or was it Noel? Just saying how much they enjoyed it. And somebody yeah. said, they were probably drunk or drugged up and yeah. said and, they and think it be was fair, better than their version. And to be fair, you know, Noel's going to get the money for it anyway, isn't he? He's going to get the, right. the, the, the publishing right. right. So it got to number right. one as far as he's concerned. He probably, you know, it was... Right. Wonderwall, well, ne- that... Wonderwall never got to number one in our country, so it did. Really? It, no, no. It, got, it was at number two. I can't remember what it wow. was that, that stopped it from getting number one, but uh, but one that one did. I'm pretty sure, like right. Neil said, I think that did. Yeah. Um, right, right. Well, then, Nancy, you're number seven, then, please. Number seven is uh, a song called "Funky Town," covered by a band called Pseudo Echo. Pseudo Echo, yeah. 1985. Yes, I know. Uh, originally, originally done by Lips Inc. in 1979. Um, I want to say that this, like this whole album, the pseudo album, uh, pseudo echo album, is like one of the first cassette tapes that I ever had, and I still have it. 
to this day with nothing to play it on but no (laughs) um and i just like fell in love with this song this is like what what like really um got me interested in the band because like in 85 i was just like 10 (laughs) so you know i wasn't listening to a whole range of music i was still kind of listening to the mom's music and then i started getting into develop my own musical taste but I like their 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 sound, their uh, you know energy, their beat. They took this song that was uh, you know not even seventy nine, you know, not even ten years old, and and put it back on the on the map for you know a while. <laughs> I don't think they were much popular for much anything else. No, I think they were one of those At classic least here, one, hit, you know? one hit wonders. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't think even here, I think it was a it was a massive yeah. hit over here. Mm. Um, yeah, because the original that lip sync one was a very discoy, wasn't it? Whereas this very was more yeah. electronic, oh, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't that, it? that was more yeah. electronic, but it's a great song. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, that's a good one. I, I the only problem with that song now is whenever I hear it, I always think of Shrek, Shrek Two. <laughs> oh right, okay. <laughs> when they go into the far, far yeah. away, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Go on then, Neil, you're number seven. So, um, Smooth Criminal by Alien Mm. Ant Farm. I really enjoy this version of Smooth Criminal. Um, And it grew on me a lot more. I went to, um, there's a a rock festival in this country, uh, Nancy, called Download, which is quite a big event. Um, Got Uh Metallica there next year, playing two nights. (gasps) But um, they played, and I was very... with the rest of their set and then they closed with this one and they did such a good job of it live as well and I really enjoy it it's got a bit more spunk to it hasn't it a bit more to it than Michael's version did they do the tilt on the stage like Michael did (laughs) I was a bit far away I couldn't really see they were a bit bit of a dot in the distance I think in that video for that song they do Oh, do they? they? Certainly I'm not do. sure, though. Yeah, I'm they not do. sure, though. I think in the video, yeah, they, they do. They do. It's around the time. It's on the pavement, isn't it? Um, yeah. They do it. And I think they all do it as a band, if I'm not mistaken. Because at one bit in the video, he sat there with a monkey, a chimpanzee on his lap, isn't he? Bizarrely. Well, obviously be bubbles, bubbles, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. bubbles yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he was, um, it was a good version. Good and version. again, were they were they one hit wonders in this country? I don't. No, know. they had another one, but I can't remember what it's called. Uh, they had a couple. They're still going now. I mean, it was oh, only wow. a few years. Ago I think that, the the smooth criminal though was like the only one that really. That was the big hit, was Alien Ant Farm. You know, that's what yeah. that's what pushed them up the lineup. If you know what I mean. Yeah, oh, right. On, on, yeah. yeah, but they still play and they still come to this country and play and. You know, I mean, they don't play massive venues apart from obviously when they're doing the festival. I mean, they were on the main stage, but they were quite early in the day, if you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. My number seven, I have to thank uh, Lindsay, Lindsay Pananen, for this one, because uh, I hadn't even heard of this one before I noticed her honourable mentions, and I listened to it, and it had to be in my top ten. So it's a classic 90s song, but done only the way that William Shatner can do songs. Oh, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's Common People by oh, William yeah. Shatner. I was sat in my car yesterday <laughs> listening to this and I'm absolutely loving it. Just have a little listen. She told me that her dad was loaded. I 
I said, in that case, I'll have a rum and Coca-Cola. She said, fine. Uh, it, is, it is totally, totally batshit crazy. So I have to thank you, Lindsay. Thank you for putting... I mean, I know that he's done, like, I think... Didn't he do? He's done loads of albums, hasn't he? Where it's like spoken mm. word stuff. Yeah. Well, obviously the famous was Lucy in the Sky with Lucy Diamonds. Lucy in the Sky was... with Diamonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he really? He mm. did. You want to see the video of him <laughs> sat on the stool doing it? Yeah. It's so serious. It was. He, yeah. He's very earnest about it all, isn't he? He's. Mm. He's not. I mean, I'm sure he's doing it as a piss take, but it must be when he when he performs it it's always like he's doing it as if it's he's doing shakespeare it's just mm. so funny but fair play to the guy fair play i'm gonna have to watch it did you say there's a video for this one there is a video for that one yeah right yeah i'm not gonna say anything you just you just watch it but yeah that was um that was an album that was not wasn't that long ago i don't think i can't remember exactly where the album what the album was called but um but fair play yeah mm. and thank like i say thank you Lindsay, for that because i wouldn't have known about it unless no i've said. never heard of that oh no, man yeah. i'm gonna have to it's crazy. It's crazy. delve in on that one indeed uh go on then nancy your number six please number six is um ziggy stardust by bauhaus oh yeah, mm. oh, yeah Which we all well i know now um, for the longest time, I thought it was originally a Bauhaus song because it definitely fits their uh, repertoire. But yes. later, yeah. I learned that it's a Bowie song. Mm. So, and I've actually seen um, Peter Murphy uh, when he was doing some of his solo stuff. He did. Um, oh no. Oh no! What's the song? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 ground control, the Major Tom song. Right. So Peter Murphy did that one live, and then it all made sense. And I was like, you know what? He does pull off a very, very amazing David Bowie. You know. I, I mean, I mm. wouldn't know any other Bauhaus songs apart from this one. Did they? What other, what other big hits did they have? <laughs> Or, or am I am I, am I am I disappointing you now, Nancy? I'm the, sorry. The problem here, Nancy, is I think that was their only track that they've properly released or made a, a hit of here, as it were. Not a hit, but was oh, how, known. How can they, they're from there? How can they yeah, not I was be say popular there? Yeah. Was there, was there no, I mean, I don't know. Like I say, the I don't house. know. What are the songs? What they are the songs? Bella Lugosi's dead. And they that did Stigmata. Yeah, and, oh, they actually. Did, or, and they did. Um, no, they definitely have Bella Lugosi's Dead here. Bella Lugosi's is theirs. And yeah. was there not a gothic scene in London in the there, 80s? There's a gothic oh, yeah. scene still now, yeah. still going. Nancy, <laughs> yeah. She's in parties. That sounds familiar. She's in the parties. Yeah. yeah that mm. sounds familiar. But the, the thing is, I don't think myself or Pav were really in the goth scene. I mean, I like a few of the goth music. <laughs> I definitely wasn't in the goth scene. No, oh, and I was too busy prog rocking it out somewhere, probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, know, well, I, I do never, love I, the cure. So yeah, I never look good in eyeliner. That's the thing. I never look good in. Don't have to wear eyeliner, don't you? You do in this country. You it's, don't it's, have to. It's, it's the law. But, you yeah. know, I know a lot of guys that did. I mean, yeah. to be fair, I've got lovely eyelashes, so it probably would have made my eyes pop if I'd have had eyeliner on. Oh, you know, yes. I could yeah. have been you just perfect. have to get those big boots, like, pal. <laughs> 
like, and a long you know, all the all, all the blue and purple eyeliner we wore in the 80s insane. see it would have been great my god my eyes would have just popped they really would okay then um neil number six please so i think this is the definitive version of this song now it was originally done by john lennon jealous guy um oh. i prefer the roxy music version um even though I'm the biggest fan of John Lennon and people who've listened to this podcast will hear him pray, me praise it, but I do think Brian Ferry's voice and this song, I didn't realise when I was younger, when, what year was this, 81 was it? This would have been just after John Lennon got killed, yeah. So 81, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I originally thought this was him, as in this was yeah. um, Roxy Music's song. It was another one <laughs> and... Didn't take me long to find out and realise that I had made a big faux pas. But yeah, I love love this track. And I've still got it on vinyl, the original mm. single in my collection. I've often wondered, is Brian Ferry uh, underrated? Because nobody ever seems to talk about him anymore, yet he's unique. Yeah, well, they've been back on tour. Roxy really? Music have been back on tour, yeah. Really? How does he sound? Mm. I don't know. I haven't heard it myself. I really haven't. I was just wondering because yeah. obviously, see, there seems to be a spate of a lot of these older rock and pop stars mm. that sound awful now. Yeah, and I and I whenever somebody says, "Oh, so and so is back," I <clears> thought, <throat> "Oh God, are they are they Bruce Springsteen back?" As in they sound fantastic, or are they John Bon Jovi back and they sound terrible and should just yeah. quit? Oh. You know, because there are so many that like some. I'll have to just... Google it. And he had a very distinctive voice, didn't he? he absolutely. Was... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it makes you wonder yeah. whether that sort of thing would still be strong with age. Or, yeah, I don't but... know. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I'd have to have a look yeah. at that. I really yeah. would. Um, okay, great one. Yeah, I should have had that in my top ten. That's a great song. Mm. Anyway, okay. Uh, my number six. Uh, it's another Beatles song, and it's with a little help from my friends, Joe Cocker. Oh, yeah. um, oh, yeah. I, I love the energy of this mm. but well it starts off obviously with a lot of energy then it dies mm-hmm. down to a very nice soulful and then sort of that bit that goes ding 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 and then the the backing vocals mm. come in it's a it's a great version and joe cocker just seems to me to be just a mad singer he's just like he makes those arms flailing everywhere crazy and... facial expressions <laughs> as he sings yeah. as well <laughs> but one hell of a voice <laughs> Yeah. You cannot, oh, yeah. you, you cannot, Yeah, the guy has just got just an amazing voice. Mm. And I've, I've never really heard a lot of his stuff, probably just his hits. He did the, the songs from, um, what was the movie? Oh, Officer and a Gentleman. He did, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just it's some some great, great tunes. But uh, they, they used that version for uh, The Wonder Years, I think. That's right. Yes, they did. Yes. Mm. Oh my god, I'd forgotten about that. That's right. And I love those songs where it's got like the the high women, powerful mm. women's vocals in mm-hmm. the background. It's not yeah. like Gimme Gimme Shelter, Rolling Stones, where she's they've got the you know the, the powerful singing in the background of that. And um I will say I prefer like a what would you call like a somber and serious version of this song rather than the jokey mm. Ringo Ringo version, version yeah. yeah. You know, and I, and yeah, I don't know. Of, it's one of the weaker of the Beatles tracks, really, isn't it? As it, in their version of it. It is. It yeah. is. And I can I can yeah. see the you can see the humor in it because obviously the lyrics are very mm. humorous. But I think the power of it that Joe Cocker makes it 
just makes it a, a completely different song and so much better for me. But I'd mm-hmm. highly recommend anybody that hasn't watch him on uh, be on YouTube somewhere. Him singing it live. I will put it on the video playlist. So powerhouse, yeah. isn't it? It so really yeah. is a powerhouse of a performance. Yeah. Every he time, does, he does as well. that screech as well. Mm. Crazy. Mm. I think it's this bit, isn't it? Oh no, it's not. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I was building that bit up. Everybody... Then I was building it up. Anyway, uh, right then, Nancy, <laughs> your number five, please. Uh, my number five is a song called "Solitary Man," covered by a band called Him. Oh, I am. Uh, oh. Have you heard of them? I've heard of the Him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, originally done by Neil Diamond. Mm. I've the only person in all of that that I'd heard of before was Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> heard any of the other ones? I was looking to see um, if I could find it so I could. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there I should. It's a. Uh, they're out of. They're from Finland. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. It's still and going it, now, I believe. They still actually. Um, the lead singer has been doing some solo stuff and right. so I think he's he's on tour right now. I don't know what much of what the other guys. Mm. But um I when they did their first US tour, they played the whiskey a go go in Hollywood. Right. And and you know in in the sixties and seventies if you played the whiskey, even the eighties or till now, if you played the whiskey, you know, you were you know, you played the best venue you could in all of California and uh it's so it, they have a balcony area and stuff like that and I can remember being at this show and there was my friend that was with me on one side and this other guy on the other side and he was probably a little bit older than me but between me and that me and that guy were the only two that knew what that song was because like I grew up on Neil Diamond with my mom or whatever mm. and I instantly felt kind of old because because, but i mean it helps and here again it helps you know re re reintroduce an old song to a new audience right and they did a really that's what cover versions should do isn't it yeah right right and him did a really really like good musical uh uh they wrote good music to go for the work, okay. you know, <laughs> while still keeping it true to its its form. Right. You know? mm. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can't beat a bit of Neil Diamond either, can you? That's the thing. No. He's, no. He's, he's a songwriting machine for a start, that guy. He was, he was yeah, he certainly was. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely yeah. crazy. Uh, go on then, Neil, you're number five. So this one is a cover version that features the original band in the cover version. It's Walk This Way by Run DMC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love the original, but I love right. the spin that Run DMC do on this. Um, yeah. I, I'm not par- I'm not impartial to a little bit of the old school rap bands anyway. Um, I do still enjoy a few of them. But I just love this. And it was sort of like revolutionary that's you know when yeah old or something, oh like yeah it was like it's, you don't put rock and rap together how dare you right but, uh, right little did we know um, how well it worked and and it took two different genres and 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 meshed them together together and yeah. made it work 
yeah. and kind of like united, like a united front, if you will. Like just because you like rock and roll doesn't mean you can't like rap and hip hop and vice versa, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. And and Run DMC is like on the map. Like they're one of mm. the forerunners of the genre, yeah. if you will, you know. And it, yeah. it revitalized Aerosmith's career as well. Oh, yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I mean, oh, yeah. they, they nearly ruined yeah. their own career, didn't they? So, what, so what year was that? That would have been. This one would have been 85, 86. 85, 86. So, how, yeah. long were, how long had Aerosmith been going? Oh, since about 85. If you think Dream On's like 77, I think. Yeah. 77, 78. Yeah. So, I didn't realize they so, yeah. going so that, that long. Yeah, so going like about 70 years then. Yeah, about 75, I think they sort wow. of took off, maybe a little bit earlier. Yeah, they've been going a while, but that was in the period where their drug, t- you know, their excesses had overtaken oh, yeah. what they were doing. So their career was almost fucked, to be honest. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Nancy, excuse my language. What? It was almost over. Oh, that slipped out. That one was almost. What? Um, uh, yeah. 1971. There you go. 1971. Well, their first album came out in. 73. 73. Right. 74. So it is so, like 40 years next year then that they've been 40 together. Years. Yeah, because yeah. I've got yeah. a T-shirt. No, 50 uh, years. Yeah, and I, I saw yeah, them a few years. crazy. In 2017 I saw them Yeah, um, when they did their tour and they said they haven't lost it in So when was way. the last time they toured? Was that the last time they toured? I no, they what, did I some more like American dates, but obviously the pandemic and we don't oh, know when they'll yeah, come yeah, back yeah. and everything, but... 
Yeah, phenomenal. And Steven Tyler's voice just doesn't seem to want to mm-hmm. give up, does it? It just goes No. On. Yeah, I think it's amazing. Like, like, he should have no vocal cords left. No, exactly. No. With all the drinking, the drugs, and the singing. Yeah. You know? Um, that's that's the thing is like somebody especially with how he sings yeah he's singing yeah. he's screeching it out at the top of his range you know and when end. i saw yeah. them it was a two and a half hour set easily yeah that's crazy oh. that is crazy yeah, yeah and he still moved like he was like well he moved a lot better than i did let's put it that way <laughs> on that stage <laughs> But yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Um, it's a great song and it was great to get them back because then they followed it up with the, you know, the album Pump and everything came yeah. out not long after and that. That was easily my first exposure to Aerosmith. Like right. I might have heard something before but not mm. recognized it because yeah. if you look at their early stuff compared to everything that happened after that song, it's, it's very different. Very, yeah. Very different, you know. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, that's, I mean, that's longevity for you right there, isn't it? Absolutely. Okay, yep. my number five, uh, this has already uh, was covered many, many times. I'm surprised it wasn't on your top 10, you know, your top 10 songs that have been covered, done by Elvis, Willie Nelson, but the version I'm using is Pet Shop Boys, Always On My Mind. Um, I, <laughs> yeah. have, I have spoken about this one before, I think on the 80s songs or yeah. whatever it is, but it's, and it was a Christmas number one, if I remember rightly. Was it? I I'm pretty sure it was because it always reminded. It was. It definitely came out at Christmas time because they made it into that. They said it was a Christmas song. Well, it obviously isn't a Christmas song, mm. but I'm pretty sure it was. No, it was a Christmas number one. 80, what year was it? Eighty six, eighty seven, something mm. like that. Yeah, we're gonna have yeah. to look. But it's a fantastic version. And, yeah. Um, again, Pet Shop Boys just. Yeah always seem to deliver the Pet Shop Boys, you know? I don't think there is a Pet Shop a Pet Shop Boys song that I don't like. Yeah. Because mm. they're all good, and they're all catchy, and they're all some, you know, stuff. And his voice is so unique and so amazing. Mm. Like, there's nobody like Neil Tennant, you know? No. And no. a great you first know? name as well. Great right. first name, Neil. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. And I can remember... I'm going to sound so impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I, used to, I used to get um, the pop magazine Smash Hits yeah. in uh-huh. the 80s, and he used to be either an ed- the editor He was of one it. of the editors, yeah. Yeah, and oh. then all of a sudden I saw him on a children's show doing West End <laughs> Girls, and I thought, yeah, I recognise that name, yeah. Neil Tennant, Yeah, and obviously quit being a journalist and started mm. being a pop star and never looked back is that a proper song for a kids show though what's that what west end girls no probably not <laughs> <laughs> but we, they used to do that but we had no idea did we no i know you, you wouldn't think about it would you but yeah but no it was, um... i was just saying the, talking to somebody the other day and i was like you know the songs that i listened to when i was younger sound a lot different than they do now because i know what they're talking about exactly you know and yeah. like our parents let us listen to that it was okay but yeah because again because you didn't understand what the words were right so right. you know it was like you know i mean i was when yeah. it was uh, frankie goes to hollywood and relax 
Yeah, right. when it's, all, it's all about suck it to it and all this. You think when you want to come and all. I, I, yeah. I, had, I mean, to be fair, I was I was sixteen at the time, but I had led a very right. sheltered life. So you I had must no have idea been a bit wary was... of it because they banned it, didn't well, they? Well, they banned it, but then I, yeah. they didn't say they didn't sort of explain why it was banned. So you knew something was naughty about it, didn't you? But you didn't. Right. I didn't mm. understand what they were. I didn't understand the no, the, no, the, the, that's fair enough. the personal minutia, if you if I want to um, borrow that from another podcast. Um, right then, Nancy. I don't have f- a tune for it right no, now. No, that's fair enough. <laughs> you can work on that and send it in. Uh, Nancy, <laughs> Nancy, your number four then, please. My no number four is um, The Man Who Sold the World Covered by Nirvana. Oh, that's my number two, Nancy. Ah! Yeah, I'm a huge awesome. fan of that song. Well, I'm a huge fan of that whole performance, but yeah. yeah. Um, I am not like the biggest Nirvana fan. They're not like my top band or anything like that. But there are some songs that I do like, mm. like by them, and this one, um, is very. It just really kind of gets you every time. Um, because here again, Nirvana took the same musical composure of the original song, but Kurt Cobain singing it with his throaty, rustic, mm. kind of rough voice. But you can totally like feel him like channeling David Bowie, if you will. Yeah. You know, you definitely can hear tones of Bowie in it, can't you? Yeah. If you when yeah. you listen. But God yeah. forbid, don't listen to Lulu's version. <laughs> well, as in Scottish L- singer Lulu. Yeah, Scottish oh. singer Lulu, oh, okay. her version right. of it. Oh, dear. Okay, so was this part of the, like, MTV Unplugged? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. and, I think, okay. and I think that was, like, the only thing it was ever released on. Mm. Like, oh, right. they may have done it live in the past. I don't know. But this... Um, and that unplugged series, I don't know if if they um, showcased it over there, um, or if they had a UK version. Yeah, well, no, we, we saw. We used to see them. Yeah, we. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's some pretty like really amazing episodes, and and even of like people that you maybe don't even like, mm. take away all their electric sound and all the and just make it, um, you know, whatever you you know unplugged mm. and it makes it sound a whole different world mm. yeah i can remember yeah. the oasis one because it was it mm. was shrouded in controversy because yeah. liam apparently so say had a uh sore throat on the night so noel had to do all the vocals and liam was yeah. at the um like up in the the gods of the theater wherever it was being done shouting abuse yeah. at noel all through the thing but it was an amazing <laughs> like yeah it was, it, so much better with noel mm. doing it um, yeah. Springsteen did a really good one as well. I think it wasn't with the Eastman yeah. band; it was with his like younger band. But yeah, he did a really good Pearl Jam's one's really good. Oh, is it? Mm. No. Okay. So. I'm not a big Pearl Jam fan either. Uh, well, I think but they're, they're, I have seen them. I have seen them live. There you and go. They do, see Nancy. do a really good live show. You know. Yeah. I don't sound so happy, Neil. Yeah, <laughs> You've got right. somebody else there in no, your corner. No, they do do an amazing. I was waiting for your reaction. They do a phenomenal live show, don't they, Nancy? What, yeah. You know, you never see yeah. the same. They never play the um, same set each night. I think you're. In yeah. yeah. When I saw them, I saw them at uh, the Greek Amphitheater in Hollywood. Well, 
kind of Hollywood, I guess. But anyways, it's in California and and it's this big open, you know, theater. Mm. But it's up in the middle of the re- kind of in the middle of a residential area, but it's all surrounded by trees and it's kind of foresty. So the acoustics are amazing. Oh, amazing. Right. Yeah. Like if you ever go to California and you want to catch a show, do it there. Right. Okay. For the acoustics alone. Get you know? to the Greek. Well, maybe that might yes. make it sound better for me then, Neil. Yeah. If I, if well, I maybe listen Pearl to Jam, the Unplug. You might like the Unplug. I will. I'll do that for yeah. you. Even right? just listen to Black, the song Black. Yeah. It's a nice okay. ballad that they do beautifully on the Unplug. Okay. Yeah. I'll give it a go, Neil. I want to. I want to like something that you like, Neil. I don't. <laughs> I, can't, I just do, and I can't. We need to how find can you something. Be, how can you be best friends and not have any music in common? Opposite is subtract. No, Opposite subtract. I think that's what it is. It's like yeah. I'm, right. I'm. I'm the missing piece of him, and he's the missing piece of me. <laughs> the we thing can, is, we complete each other. We do. There is also a lot of music that Pav likes that I do like. It's just yeah. alas, there's a lot of music I like that Pav really just, I just can't. can't. I just can't, no. Go on Neil, you're number four. So I prefer the original to this, but I do love this version. So if I'm going to have a a version, of a cover version, it will be this one and this one only. It's Hallelujah, Jeff Buckley. Um, All I can say is the heart and soul in this version and the, the... I just think it's beautiful. That's all I can say. His version is beautiful. I mean, like I said, I do prefer the original because I'm a Leonard Cohen man. I love his music. So this is the nearest we're going to get to a cover version of Leonard Cohen's that is worth something. And it's just gorgeous, isn't it? And poignant. And it's about, it goes on, though. It's about nine minutes long, I think. Oh, my God, is it? Mm. Yeah. Oh, this is the six and a half minute version. Yeah. But again, it's... it's... Sorry. Go on, carry on, Nancy. What are you going to say? It's like a really, like, it's a powerful powerhouse of a song, mm. you know. And it's sad because what a sad loss of life with Jeff Buckley. You know, he was mm. so talented and his guitar playing was gorgeous. And and another song that is featured in Shrek. Uh, it is, but <laughs> Is not... it this version that's no, in Shrek? No, I'm not sure whose version Or is it the Leonard is? Cohen version? No, it's not the Leonard Cohen. It might be, what's his name, Wainwright's version. Ah, right, okay. He did a version. Was it Rufus? Yeah. Wainwright? He did a version. Okay. It might oh, be I his. But I don't. I find him a little bit dreary. Who? Rufus Wainwright. I find his voice a bit... I don't know what, what it what, is and not him. You don't find Leonard Cohen's voice dreary? No, but then I grew up with Leonard Cohen. I don't mean to be nasty, so <laughs> I wasn't trying to be nasty. I like... <laughs> Do you know, here we go. I like the deep, raspy voice. I really like the deep. I know. And it, it do, sort of does something. That's to why me. you like me so much, <laughs> yeah, isn't I it? Do. Of the deep, raspy voice. So much so that I like Lee Marvin singing in Paint Your Wagon. Oh, I was born under a wandering star. Uh, oh, and I just think there's something about that that's really nice. Okay, but, fair uh, enough. We know your kinks now, Neil. So you Yeah, be deep voices. <laughs> so, any ladies with really deep voices come my way. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, okay, my number four. Um, it's a- <laughs> uh, Nancy's going to start speaking really high now, <laughs> or really low, or really yeah. low. Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> carry that on, Nancy. Carry that on just okay. for a minute. Yeah, just for Talk a minute. Later. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness me. 
things could start getting a bit messy if we don't uh, move on. No, that, no, 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 not live on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> not again. Not again. It's uh, getting later. Yes. Yeah. We'll, do, we'll, do, yeah, we'll stop recording. Um, you can get on with it and I'll just watch. Fine. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like always, Pam. Like always. It's we'll fine. switch to the OnlyFans account and we'll, uh, yeah. we'll all make a fortune. But can I ask one request? No scorecards this time. No, 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 no. I promise. I promise. Definitely not. Okay. Uh, my number four is original A Prince song. Um, and this was um, one of the ones that had one of those really emotional videos. Nothing Compares to You by Sinead O'Connor. Yeah, beautiful. Um, it's so simple, but mm. she just looks beautiful in the video yeah. with the single tear rolling down her eye. Just Breaks your heart to me. Very, very oh. simple, but very effective. Mm. Um, and with like a tear running down her cheek, just like Nancy at the moment. Okay, <laughs> 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 but, but for different reasons. Um, yeah. And I must admit, as much as I love Prince, I do prefer this version to the to the Prince mm. like original mm. version, which I don't think was ever actually properly released. It was a, an album. No, I don't think it a, was. I think I they put it on a B side. Or yeah, something. I think it was on his yeah. B sides album. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, as a, as an actual song, um, mm. it's Sinead yeah. O'Connor's voice that just is. Oh, uh, you could just she listen has to a it. beautiful, yeah. beautiful, and just, and like she could make a, a song. A happy song sounds sad. Yes. You know? <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And she's just got a fantastic... It's just... Yeah. every. It's one of those perfect things. The video goes well with the song. The song goes well with the video. It's... Mm-hmm. It did make me want to listen to the Prince original. But right. as soon as I listened to the Prince original, I thought, well, that's not actually a patch on this version. Because it's like... I'm no. sucker for strings. I love having strings and cellos <laughs> and stuff in in slow songs especially. So... Um, yeah. yeah, that's a beautiful one for me. Thank you. Yeah, very you're much. quite right. It's a beautiful song. That's my number four. Song. Yeah. So, go on then, Nancy. Your number three, please. Uh, my number three is "Sympathy for the Devil," uh, covered by Jane's Addiction. Oh, Ooh, I thought you were going to go G and R, Guns and Roses. Uh, they did it as well, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I can understand um, why. I can understand. Yeah, why. yeah. Um. And I, that's probably, no, no. I don't think I ever, I didn't hear the uh, Rolling Stones original first. I heard a, another person cover it first. Mm. So I already liked the song in and of itself. But I love, like, I really love Jane's Addiction. And there's something about Perry Farrell's voice that is unique and distinct. Mm. And he has a, a pretty decent range on him, too. So, um there's actually like two versions of the the song that they did and one is the one that's closest to like what the Rolling Stones did and then they did another version for that was on um the Sons of Anarchy soundtrack oh right okay and it was kind of more more a little not not I don't want to say like countryish but kind of like twangyish and like slower and drawn out and and just very unique. They're both really good versions. So, mm. you know, you could put both of them on a playlist and it'd be fine, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I, I must admit, I'm not 
Ofei with Jane's Addiction. I, I, I think somebody, out, one of our other American friends, was, was talking about them on another podcast, and I just don't know anything about them. They're pretty successful here, though, but yeah. I don't think they yeah. really had sort of hits here, if you know what I mean. They're more of a... Right. Right a touring band that people love to go and see live. I mean, yeah. are they, they still put doing? on a phenomenal, phenomenal live show. Mm. The, they know? do the, the download festival that I mentioned earlier. They've played there yeah. a few times and done it. Yeah. And been there. I've not seen them because they've always clashed with somebody else, but I must, if they ever play it again, I must go. Yeah. Oh, right. I mean, it's totally worth it to like, you know, mm. especially if they're like a, a festival setting because there's more than one band playing. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I'm sure you'll stay in front of them because they're that good. Mm, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will definitely you know? check them out next time they're playing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, go on, then, Neil, you're number three. So this song was everywhere this year, No, with thanks to uh, Stranger Things. It's running up that mm. hill, but it's Placebo's mm-hmm. version. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> I love... I'm a big fan of Placebo, and I love their album covers, and um, I love this song, and... Of course, when all that uh, hit off with Stranger Things and people were unaware of Kate Bush, which is always a bit odd, but you should always yeah. go and discover Kate Bush. Um, that they, I, we, we actually heard a youth say, "Why that? Why are they playing a cover version of Placebo song?" <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Oh, yeah. dear, dear, dear. But yeah, I think it's a beautiful version. This it's yeah. just haunting. Are you a fan of Placebo? Uh, I only know a couple of their songs. I must right. admit, I've never heard this version, so I will look forward because I love mm. running up that hill. Yeah, I find uh, it yeah. really haunting. I loved it before the whole. I think okay. because yeah. I love that song, that made that scene in Stranger Things all yeah. more powerful. Yeah, but I mean, I loved the whole album. I mean, I fell in love with it back when it came out in '86, whenever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That hands of, of love, yeah, just such yeah. a good album, yeah. and it still is to this day. Such a good mm-hmm. album. Yeah, yeah. I will. I will have a listen to it though, because um, yeah, they used it in a movie, um, a vampire movie, and it, um, I can't remember which one they used, it, and it was very effective in it. Very effective. And William Defoe was in it. Um, Day Breakers or something. So it sounds like it's one of those songs that they've taken a fastest song and made it into a. Sl- does it? Yeah, does it they, speed up or does it? Not does particularly, it, but right. they put the placebo sound on it. So that, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's wonderful. Do you like it, Nancy, that version? I do, I do. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, uh, when the resurgence with that song came out with Stranger Things, mm. um, you started, the, all the other all the other versions of, that people have done start coming yeah. up too, you know. Yeah, but I'm... And a lot big... of, a lot of, this is such a great song. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of it before. Yeah. It's only been around 30 plus years. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you were born after, at least like 10 years after it came out, you might not know it, but Mm. you should know it anyways. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the joys of my children, they they kept saying to me, thank God we knew it. Thank God we were part of the original. (laughs) Thank you, Dad. Yeah, yeah. Because I played the album when they were younger and that, so... It works a treat. But yes, I, I'm a fan of Placebo. I love Brian, Brian's voice. I think he's got a unique voice. So. Excellent. Okay, I'll put it on my list, Neil. Maybe yes, that, that could be the one. Placebo Hopefully. The one. I find know. it really haunting. But You never you know. know. And it, they did it, but let me just say, they did it before 
Um, they started doing it in TV adverts, you know, in this country, yeah. John Lewis every year, release an advert and it's the same trope. They slow down a popular song, put a heartfelt message underneath it and try mm-hmm. and sell you shitloads of overpriced stuff. Yeah. Um, but they did it well before anyone else did it. Okay. So we'll give that a go. Okay. Mm. My number three, um, Dolly Parton, uh, Whitney mm. Houston, I Will Always mm. Love You. Uh, and again, this was one no idea when I was a massive Kevin Costner fan, as anybody mm. who's listened to this podcast knows. <clears throat> so I, I loved watching The Bodyguard and and Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. such a wasted talent. It really oh, was, but that voice, yeah. yeah, that voice, oh, yeah. just yeah, effortless. But mm. she had absolutely everything. That was the thing, Whitney Houston. Yeah. Um. So it, it, again, it's a really good movie. Great song. And I had no idea that this was a Dolly Parton song. I just thought it was a great movie song. Um, the Dolly Parton version is really, really nice as well. It's really, really... It's not quite as good, though, is it? It's not as good as this. I mean, this is a real Mm-mm. proper Mm-mm. movie song, song that goes Mm-mm. with a, a movie with good, like, the whether it's a key change, but the bit where it all stops and then boom comes in, mm. you know. But I could listen to Whitney Houston's voice all day, every day. Yeah. God damn you, Bobby Brown. Speak to Pat. Come over here, you ass. Well, it, what wasn't, did you do? it wasn't really Bobby. Was it? I mean, Bobby Brown, I suppose it was his sort of fault, allegedly. But Oh, um, let's just put it out there. You know. They both had their fair share of problems. They did. Mm. They did. Not everybody makes it out alive. No. 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 You know? And, 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 and that's. It was an accident, wasn't it? Her 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 demise. She sort of fell asleep in the bath or something, didn't she? I think was the thing. I know it might have been. But was it was drug induced though, wasn't it? Yeah. I believe. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I, I I can't remember for sure, but I want to say it has something to do with the drugs. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, um, when we were it, when we were in LA, uh, myself and Pav, we went on a one of the uh, VIP tours. You know, when you go around and see all the famous people, they drove oh, us yeah. past. They drove us past that hotel and said. That's oh, the hotel. There it is. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, the thing is, have, I mean, yeah, go on, Nancy. Two, you can take tours like that in Hollywood, like where mm. people like committed suicide or just died, the cemeteries or people's houses. Yeah. Oh, we, we, we did we, that, the auntie. Yeah. We went, <laughs> we went we to actually, the Museum we went, of Death. We went to the Museum of Death, which is on yeah. Hollywood. Oh, there you go. There you go. That was a laugh a minute, that was. That was a riotous <laughs> minute. But did you go up to where um, the Manson murders were? No, we didn't. Up no. on Cielo Drive? Then yeah, you no, got to go back. We're going to have right. to go back. We're going to have to go that's back. That's the excuse yeah. I needed. Yeah. Because yeah. the, house, the house is still there. It yeah. hasn't been condemned or anything. I don't know if anybody lives in it, I'm not but sure. the house is still there. Was it? Well, Neil, 20, yeah. 2024, that'll be 10-year LA anniversary. Yeah, we have a few friends uh, um, that live sort of in the LA area now, Neil. We might be able to just I, get digs. <laughs> yeah. And I know, and I know, I know some people down there too. So there we'll go. just we make made, it a family trip. Yeah. Yes. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. And yeah, then you, you could, you could talk in your low voice to Neil, and I could just go off into a bar somewhere and, <laughs> and leave peek you through to the it. window. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Pete through Nancy the week. Will be oh hoping, my gosh. Nancy will be hoping she gets a cold before she comes and flies out so her voice is really oh. deep and gruff. Anyway. 2024, I think we should have a return business trip. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. think my missus would really like that because that's our 30th wedding anniversary. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think... think my bank balance would like no, What we... a better reason than to go to LA. I know, well, yeah. we're, we're saving up to go to Florida. That's the trouble. That's the thing. Yeah. So I don't well, we might have to push both. it a year then. We might have to push it a year. Yeah, yeah. Go for another another business trip like we did. Yeah, well, yeah. Of course we will. We've got too yeah. many people we have to go and see. Indeed. Um, Absolutely. Indeed. We just need to win the lottery, Neil. That's what we do. Oh, and we then, then we'll be fine. We do keep trying. Uh, okay, so that was my number three. So, Nancy, your number two, please. Number two is Hurt by Johnny Cash. That's my number two. <laughs> hey! That's my number two. Yes. Um... What do you want to say about it? You know, like, Johnny Cash in and of himself is a unique character. He's got a lot of music, a lot of history, and just a a big stamp in the music industry, whether it's country, rock, Mm. or whatever. And this song is, is, is totally something for him to tackle and do and he did a great rendition of it um and like he is like a perfect like companion for trent reznor with Mm. singing this song because they both you can feel from both of them like the energy and the hurt and the despair and the just total breakdown of you know what's going on in the song and and he, he can make it sad and depressing too you know, so, you know, I think, it, and then just the guitar, just the guitar playing. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's weird because like I was saying about people like John Bon Jovi and that where their voices have gone and mm-hmm. Johnny Cash has got one of those voices that you know who it is as soon as they start singing. But right. because he's so old and sort yeah. of almost frail and sort of almost at death's door. It is perfect yeah. for singing this song. If it yes. had been him singing the way he sings Ring of Fire, it wouldn't right. work as a song. No, it wouldn't. But no. because he's no. like fragile and and sort of like he's he's had his life, it just the emotion in the song is yeah. perfect. And I'm not a nine mm. inch nails fan. I again there's another one of the bands what? Yeah, it's another one of those bands that I don't understand. I've listened to some of their song and it always feels to me like there's a chord that's out of tune in every single song yeah. there's. So I don't understand it. I don't, I don't get it. In my very simple and neat and tidy brain, there shouldn't be like a little quirky yeah. note or something. Mm-hmm. But, but this song is like, yeah. it is heartbreaking. And the, mm-hmm. fact, and the video yeah. as well. I think we spoke about it on oh, yeah. top 10 music videos, didn't we? we just... We've spoken about it quite a lot on here. I think it yeah. came up in the movie songs and all sorts. But I mean, I'm... <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, don't, don't. The, I could, uh, yeah. but it's his voice in it. It just it sums up the title of the song. Absolutely. And that that whole album is is mm. amazing, mm. you know? Yeah. And some of the songs that he cut, I think he did a Depeche Mode song too. Oh, did like, he? Yeah. Yeah, he, he did, did Personal, Personal Jesus. Jesus. Was yeah. that on that yeah, album or was did. that the one after? I it's on one of those yeah because he did the two didn't yeah. he? he did the one with her on and then uh, whether it's yeah it's on one of those yeah. they're both beautiful yeah. albums aren't they yeah just very yeah. good okay so and, neil your number two was man who sold the world 
Yes. By Nirvana. My number two was Hurt, Johnny Cash. So before we reveal our number ones, Nancy, do you want to give us a rundown from number 10 to oh. number two? Then Neil will do the same and then I'll do the same. So number 10 is How Soon Is Now by Love Spit Love. Uh, nine, I Will Survive by Kate. Eight, Rock Miyama's Deus by Frontline Assembly. Seven, Funky Town by Pseudo Echo. Six, Ziggy Stardust by Bauhaus. Five, Solitary Man by Him. Four, <laughs> The Man Who Sold the World, Nirvana. Three, Sympathy for the Devil by James Addiction. And two, Hurt by Johnny Cash. Wonderful. Go on then, Neil. Your 10 to 2, please. So, number 10, Twist and Shout, The Beatles. Number nine, Tainted Love, Soft Cell. Number eight, You Really Got Me, Van Halen. Number seven, Smooth Criminal, Alien Ant Farm. Number six, Jealous Guy, Roxy Music. (laughs) (laughs) Number five, Walk This Way, Run DMC. Number four, Hallelujah, by Jeff Buckley. And number three, Running Up That Hill, Placebo. And number two, The Man Who Sold the World, Nirvana. Nice. And mine is number 10, Make You Feel My Love by Adele. Nine, Respect, Aretha Franklin. Eight, Wonderwall, Mike Flowers Pops. Seven, Common People by William Shatner. Six, <laughs> sorry, it's Shatner, isn't it? Shatner? No, he was just standing on her. <laughs> uh, six, with a little help from my friends, Joe Cocker. Five, Always on My Mind, The Pet Shop Boys. Four, Nothing Compares to You, Sinead O'Connor. Three, I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston. And number two, Hurt by Johnny Cash. So, Nancy, what is your number one cover song? Um, well, my number one is um, a, a Beatles song. Ooh. So I didn't want you to think I left out the Beatles on my list. <laughs> but, Pav, if you did your homework from a previous episode, <sighs> then you may have heard this song in your findings. Go on then. <laughs> It's I Am The Walrus by Oingo Boingo. Uh, The Oingo Boingo band. (laughs) And it is like, so my mom has that album on a vinyl. I still have it over here. And when we were kids, she'd play this. We, I loved this album because it is so, the Magical Mystery Tour is so insane. And it's like clearly when they started using drugs or heavily using drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just so ludicrous and out there. But my sister and I would sing I Am The Walrus all the time. Because, you know, the lyrics are just ridiculous. Mm. And so with that being said, if you're an Oingo Boingo fan or if you've listened to them before, then you know that this like cover like totally fits into their repertoire of sound and lyrics and music in general. Mm. And, you know, Danny Elfman is Danny Elfman, and he is like a mastermind in the musical category altogether. Yeah. yeah. You know. Fair play. Cuckoo 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 indeed. Yeah, Jim Cuckoo-choo. Carrey. Jim Carrey did. The, well, I can't remember what the name of the album was, but Jim Carrey did a version of I Am the Walrus. As oh, well. he did. That, what was that? Was it that... was like a, a Beatles sort of. Tribute, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Loads loads of different people mm. came into Abbey Road and did. um, Because I think Phil Collins did a version of like Golden Slumbers, 
That's um, right. And carry yeah. that weight and stuff. I can't remember what the album was, but yeah, Jim Carrey did a really yeah, good version of Christ. I really did like he Jim carried it up. Definitely, that's a great one. Okay, uh, go on then, Neil. I think we know what your number one is. Yeah, no surprises. It's hurt Johnny Cash. I mean, I pretty much said what I needed to say when you guys were talking about it. Just suffice to say, it's a beautiful song, timeless song. And uh, dare I say it, like everybody else, it's a better version than Nine Inch Nails' version. Because I think his voice suits it perfectly. And I love Nine Inch Nails, but yeah, I just, I think Johnny Cash just, it was a song written for him. I me. think it was, absolutely. You know? Yeah. And Subconsciously. It's perfect, yeah, it's a perfect fit for the end of his life, if you know yeah, what I mean. Absolutely. Yeah. Completely agree. Uh my number one is a Simon and Garfunkel song, uh The Ooh. Sound of Silence, but the disturbed version. Wow. Oh really? Absolutely. Ooh. Now um back during lockdown, so what was that, twenty twenty, mm. um I was doing like gigs outside my house on Facebook Live and for my street. And I can't remember what, uh, every week I would pick a theme and then people would say, I'll do this song, do that song. And so, and loads of people kept saying, you've got to do the disturbed version of Sound of Silence. And I kept mm. going, I heard disturbed and I thought, that's going to be one of those <laughs> bands. I said, there's no way I'm going to do that. I'm not even going to listen yeah. to it. I said that it's because I'm just not going to do it. And then somebody messaged me again and said, you need to just listen to the song. Just listen to the song. That's all you need to do. And so I listened and I thought, oh, my God. I said, I don't think I'm going to be able to sing it, but what an amazing version. Mm, so then yeah. the following Sunday, I thought, no, bollocks to it. I'm going to give it a go. And I sang it and then fell in love with the song even more. I managed to sing it the way he sang it. Mm. And I thought I was, right. I was so chuffed with myself that it made me love the song even more. So yeah. much so that now, just as a little plug, uh, on my TikTok channel, which is Pav Sings, I have got a version. I've done a like a version sat here singing it as well. So you can go and have a listen to that. But it's it's just, I love that song anyway. Mm. But that version of it is so like heavy and mm. emotional and just everything that's in it that's great in a song. And his voice is amazing. It, it is amazing. amazing. I've never I mean, listened to another Disturbed song. Because down with know. the sickness. Have a go is at that it, one. No. But is, <laughs> it all, is it all sort of... <laughs> it won't be your cup of tea. Yeah, I mean, right. again, okay. I've seen Disturbed yeah. live. and Fantastic. And he played this. And he, he, he gave a little context to it. And basically, it's a song from his child that he absolutely loved, grew up loving it, and always sang it. And then got the opportunity to record it. Because it's a complete departure from what Disturbed is, really. So, um, yeah, it's beautiful. I, I know exactly what you mean. And his voice does it absolute justice. Absolutely. And what a voice he's got. Oh, and he's got knew? an amazing voice. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. amazing voice. So there you go. That's our top tens. Let's do the uh, honourable mentions. Um, at this one, Samantha said, Mark Ronson and Amy Winehouse's cover of Valerie. Uh, at Lee's, uh, sorry, Liz Sullivan Hogg, A Little Help From My Friends by Joe Cocker. Uh, at Dawn Sardella Ayres, now... Hello, Dawn. We want to give you a, a major shout out because you are now also a member of our Patreon. So thank you so much, Yay! Dawn. Thank hey, you. Yay. Welcome to the club. Uh, you'll be getting your um, badge through the post and uh, an invitation, same as Nancy, to come and be a guest on the pod. We will sort that out for you. But she says, uh, I mean, we all know it's Johnny Cash's hurt. 
but there are a few other faves of mine to throw on the pile. First, I love that Carol King gets royalties from Aha for crying in the rain. Yeah. Uh, Cake, <laughs> I Will Survive. So they did a mm-hmm. version of I Will Survive. No, what was the one? No, that was the one that you said, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Higher Ground for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm. Jolene, Mindy Smith featuring Dolly Parton. And how could we forget that song that brought on the whole let's take an 80s synth pop song and slow it down? Uh, even uh, Tears for Fears performs it differently live now. It's Mad World by Gary Jules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? Uh, mm-hmm. Brandon, Brandon Watson says, um, uh, Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah is amazing. So is Johnny Cash's Hurt. I think my fave, however, is Hotel California by the Gypsy Kings. Oh. Okay. Uh, Brisa said The Sound of Silence Disturbed. Uh, mm-hmm. And I love that they made it their own, totally different feel from the original. Uh, Gabor mm-hmm. Meester, lovely name that. Morrissey, mm-hmm. back on the chain gang. Morrissey adds that wonderful whining touch, yeah. you've got to sing along. Maria Pereira, Dark Paradise, covered by Tiger Army. Uh, I don't care for Lana Del Rey, but I absolutely love this version with Nick Nick 13's voice and that old school Gretsch guitar sound. Ooh, very technical there. Uh, now is it Gigi or Gigi Humphrey? Gigi, 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 Gigi. Yeah. Johnny Cash's yeah. version of "Hurt" by the Nine Inch Nails. Hadi Grande, "Creep" by Postmodern Jukebox. Oh. Rachel Davis is No Doubt's cover of uh, "Oi to the World." Is that right? Originally by the Vandals. Uh, and the oh, oh yeah, Oi. Oi, right. I just yeah, I hope it wasn't, a, it wasn't joy to the world, maybe. I don't know. I think they're uh, and the distiller's cover of Warriors, originally by Blitz. I have no idea what you said then, Rachel. I had <laughs> <laughs> no doubt was the only thing that I recognised from that. Uh, oh, and Trixie yeah. Mattel's cover of Video Games, originally by Lana Del Rey. Of Tri- Video Games, great song. Stu Grant, Whiskey in the Jar by Metallica. Uh, everybody needs somebody to love by the blues brothers it's my life no doubt atomic by mm-hmm. sleeper i will survive by cake they're a real favorite mm-hmm. live and let die by guns and roses jesus done doesn't want me for a sunbeam by nirvana mad world gary jules hurt johnny cash and feeling good by muse uh lindsey Panannan, this was the one william shatner doing pulps common people <laughs> it's magic <laughs> And Jamie Cullen's version of uh, Lover, You Should Have Come Over by Jeff Buckley. Both versions are so sexy, she says, with a deep voice. Uh, Kerry and Gary Curtis, Easy Like Sunday Morning, Faith No More, or River Deep Mountain High by Erasure. Tennessee Alfredo Marquez, what a name. Uh, The Bird and the Bee covers of Hall and Oates songs. The entire album is great, but I can't go for that. Sarah Smiles and She's Gone are my favourites. Jen Berg says Tracy Ullman's cover of Kirsty McCall's They Don't Know. That was the other one that was very cool. Yeah, oh yeah. What a great song. That is awesome. That is is fantastic. Paul McCartney was in the video for that one as well um I'll, yeah i'll put that in the video playlist even though it didn't make that any of our top tens uh, and i know some may find it irreverent but bare naked ladies cover of fight the power delights me uh, oh at the, yeah at the god of pod is live and let die knocking on heaven's door sympathy for the devil and black leather all guns and roses uh at and why not pod so i'm not sure if it counts as a cover as queen is still involved but the george michael version of somebody to love is incredible also, the Tom Jones Cardigans version of Burning Down the House, Hurt by Johnny Cash. And I'm currently enjoying Springsteen's cover of Do I Love You. He's got a covers album out at the moment. Yeah, I, I like his version of Do I Love You. But the Night I Shift think... is... Yeah, that's the, the new single is, as is, well, isn't is it? great. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm going to have to listen to the whole yeah. album. I Stephanie think. Marquez says Pearl Jam, Last Kiss. Yeah, that's a cover. 
Uh, and uh, Andrew Connor said, Mrs. Robinson from the Lemonheads hurt Johnny Cash. Oh, Little yeah. Respect by Wheatus and Twist and Shite by the Beatles. Whew. So there you go. And also, like I say, thank you very much, Dawn, for joining our Patreon. Uh, bless you and thank you uh, for your support. And we will see you soon, obviously. Um, that's it. We've done it, Nancy. We've Yay. done it. Yay. <laughs> Episode 69 in the bag almost Neil do you want to tell everybody how they can get in touch with all that gubbins and stuff right listen carefully I'm going to do this very fast so well done there we are Pab thank you very much no (laughs) thank you absolutely you can find us on all the social medias do please give us a click give us a like give us a follow whatever it is you want to do on there at top 10 pods email us at top 10 pods at hotmail.com with any questions you may have on anything come and help support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash top 10 pods there's all sorts of rewards up for grabs like being a guest like the wonderful nancy here check out all of our links via the link tree you can find the link in the show notes so please do come subscribe leave a review rating wherever you get your podcasts from come join the fun come and join <laughs> the fun indeed there's loads of other bonus material uh and whichever tier you join specifically i think it's the top tier or the top two tiers uh you get access to the video playlists that go with each episode the video playlist for this episode is going to be fantastic because there's some amazing <laughs> amazing music um that's it nancy all we can say yeah. is thank you so much for your support You're welcome. thank you so You're much welcome. for uh just being you and for yeah. uh picking a fantastic subject as well yeah yeah, I'll just start racking my brain for the next one. For the next one. You'll come and join us again in the new year, I'm sure. Absolutely. Wonderful. Absolutely. So thank you very much, Neil. Thank, thank you very you. much, Pav. Thank you very much, Nancy. Thank it's you. been a yes, blast, a joy. Yes. I'll look forward um, to the deep voice next time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, don't start him off. Right. He'll have to clean Bye. up his mess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's only <laughs> spilling my drink how that, dare you I'm sure it is drink. you drinking milk is that what you're drinking oh let's not we're getting far too oh come on come on thank you very much everybody for you're watching welcome. and listening <laughs> it's time to go so let's go start the countdown oh goodness me <laughs> Ten, nine. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.